0: And welcome back to the Gaming Podcast Live. I am your host, Mir, and we're here every two weeks to talk gaming stories, news, gossip with your favorite content creators. Don't forget, you can keep up with all the latest news and features from Gaming Magazine by visiting us online at GamingMag.com. But I'm going to be joined each and every week, uh, well, each and every episode, by an awesome guest host. And this episode i know her i love her it's the fantastic nicotine hi
1: everyone this Hello. is my show now hi i'm so happy to be here mia i love you thank you so much for having I me i love on. you um
0: i'm so I, glad that you agreed to do this because i was like well it's,
1: I need it's hard to help. disagree with I a
0: gun to your head mia i don't <laughs> want to be alone to do the podcast do it now yeah <laughs> oh god exactly. i going i have to blink, uh, blink three times if you're, if you're <laughs> here against your will. Um, no. Are, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm I, hoping uh,
1: this is fun. For those of you joining us live, you can interact with podcasts both here in Twitch chat and in a special dedicated section over at the Gaming Magazine Discord. I have the very special honor of introducing our special guest this week. One of Gaming Mag's Rising Star nominees, the wonderful Lucia Everblack. Woo! Oh,
2: hi, everybody. It's me, Lucia. I am so thrilled to be here. It's awesome. It's so great to have How are we? you here. How are we today? I, I am doing wonderfully. Thank mm-hmm. you so much.
0: Yo, um, I'm so glad to uh, have one of the Rising Star nominees coming mm-hmm. onto the podcast Yo, uh, for the Gaming Awards. That's going to be pretty soon, actually. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Now,
2: yeah, it's exciting.
0: <laughs> we always kick off with the weekly recap which includes all the games we've been playing recently. So I'm going to go ahead and kick that off. Uh, We actually had the, in the last two weeks, since I've been on the podcast, uh, we had the first two episodes of Let's Go Gaming, which is the Hmm. other show. On the uh, the gaming mag channel, uh, if you're not already followed, by the way, hit that follow button. And um, I was hanging out with uh, Psyche and Donatart. We played some Mario Party Superstars. I I uh, I won't spoil who won, but it was an amazing time. And also Luke Boogie, I was hanging out with Luke Boogie, <laughs> and uh, we did House of Ashes, which is a um, a scary game where we were just hoping that the male characters would just start a makeout session. So it's the same devs who did uh, Until Dawn. I believe I'm not sure if you played any of that series, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun so far. We might actually be be continuing it over on the channel. I take a lot
1: of Adderall, Mia. I think <laughs> if I played a scary game, I might actually die. <laughs> do, you play, do you play? any scary games on your channel? Me? Yeah. No, no, not unless my channel wants to see me cry, which is
0: you know. I, I thought that would be all the time. Like, don't don't viewers always want to watch? Yeah, but like I guys? I ugly cry
1: though. It's not like like some people cry like cute. You know, I I like I ooze it's, ooze. Oh, oohs, okay. Oohs. Yeah, yeah. It's not as cute <laughs> as one might think. All right,
0: Lucia, do you play a lot of scary games?
1: I'm afraid of scary things like skeletons and
0: skulls and I I, I, <laughs> I love uh, scary uh, stuff. But, uh, listen, I don't <laughs> I don't want to alarm you. But- <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see them all in the background there. It's uh it's pretty. But mm-hmm. uh, well, for those of you who are listening to this on the audio version of the podcast, there is literally a, a skeleton and and skulls. In the background of mm-hmm. uh, Lucia's whole setup, there—it's very only yeah. like
2: a tenth of the collection oh too. My
0: goodness. Very witchy vibes I'm getting from mm-hmm. uh, from that. It's one. only a tenth of my full power, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Pan the camera to reveal the full coven just just sitting there chanting away. Okay. <laughs> So we did that. We did some scary stuff. That was fun. Um, the next episode is actually going to be next Thursday. I'm going to be doing some Mario Kart with a couple of uh, wonderful people, but more on that later. Uh, I read uh, some manga recently, uh, one called Boys Run the Riot, which I've only f- read the first volume, but it's fantastic uh it's about a trans man who goes to a like is a Japanese high school that goes to a uh, school still like closeted and trying to deal with obviously those issues of being trans and um decides to start a brand with like um this more of a delinquent student uh who kind of gets him more than anybody else it's been really cool to read uh because it goes into a lot of like the the background on what it's like to grow up in japan in terms of like i don't necessarily call them repressed but they're very very they have a set way of doing things over there and so if you're and they say this multiple times in the manga if you are the nail that sticks out you get hammered down so uh, that's been a lot of fun i definitely like if you're not into manga or anything weeby like some of us, uh, that's definitely one I would recommend. (laughs) Have you, do you read any manga? Either of you? Any Japanese stuff? Do you watch any anime? I feel like like you're
1: trying to say something. Are you (laughs) you saying mango? Manga. Mango. Mango.
2: Magma?
0: Find some volcanic
2: rocks. Does that count? Did,
0: did I seriously invite two people onto the show that don't watch anime at all? No,
1: no, no. no. I, I've watched. Uh, I've seen My Neighbor Totoro. On, on time yeah, on. Ghibli stuff is great. Yeah, yeah, I know stuff what stuff. Uh, uh, Evangelion is. What? <laughs> Eva yeah, Evangelion. Yeah, Evangelion. Actually, to be get in the Evangelion, <laughs> uh, Suzuki or what or. In, Listen, uh, I know even
0: I haven't we'll seen it, have but I, I think it's Shinji. So uh Shinji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shinji. Uh yeah. yeah. Uh I also went to see uh, Spider Man No Way Home with the fam. Uh, oh, okay. which was absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have fun watching it? Um, Without yeah, spoiling I, I anything. Was, I
1: think it was fun. I, I think I think it was fun for for us, you know, for people who grew up with mm. like the Tobey Maguire movies mm. like it was fun in, for, as like for nostalgia yeah definitely.
0: for sure mm. I do think that film does not work if you've not seen any of the other Spider-Man no, movies no, there's no way there's literally absolutely,
1: yeah, not. No. absolutely <laughs> no way it would work yeah. Yeah, I think you'd spend the whole time very confused yes
0: um, yeah it'd be like who, who but... is that who is this like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it was fun if you'd seen the other ones yeah Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> I, I really love it because I'm a massive um, I'd say I'm a massive Spider-Man fan I don't read any comics or anything like that but Spider-Man is my... I was actually super into the comics when I was a kid oh really um, I
1: yeah, I loved Spider-Man comics. It was my my it was my whole thing, and uh, my favorite character is
0: Venom. Uh, well, what what do you think of the, the what do you think of the Venom movies? Well, oh, I like I like
1: the Venom movies. Mm, I, I think they're 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 appropriately trashy. You know, for the, the characters the characters kind of trashy, so I, they're, they're trashy enough. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a character. They, that, they took like, a lot of liberties. It's, they took so many liberties with the character, but mm. I love it when people and places take risks. You know, so I'm, I'm I'm cool with it.
0: They kind of had to make it work because it kind of stemmed out of that like '90s extreme kind of culture comic book stuff, right? Is that is that correct? Extreme. Yeah, it's, extreme you know everything comedy. was really cool. you know back oh, yeah. in the '90s where everybody was like, had big muscles and and over the. Uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I know comic books. I've read <laughs> yeah, a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Lucia, do you do you watch any superhero movies or anything like that? Uh what are your thoughts on the really. MCU? Break well, <laughs> it down film by film.
2: I watch a lot of sci fi shows mm-hmm. like the expanse. That's like where
1: like I my passion really lies. Have you seen the new uh, Raised by Wolves? No, I haven't. Have you seen the first season of Raised by Wolves? No, I haven't. Oh, well, if you like the experience, they're probably going to love Raised by Wolves. I'll
2: have to check it out. I've also been watching, like Yellow Jackets, which is another show I picked yeah. up not too long ago, and stuff like that I really, I really
1: like too. I, yeah, I feel so it's out like of the loop. Negative. What is probably Raised like, by I Wolves know. and why is it sci fi? <laughs> uh,
0: there's there's no wolves in it. Um, it's misleading. Oh, damn. That's. I was on my soul for a second then you know I love it's
1: set on like a it's set on a, the nearest inhabitable planet and the earth is ravaged by war so they send these 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 religious fundamentalists and these like super atheists like send each send their own like ark to like a different planet and they they have they have like a whole like a whole mystery to uncover. There's androids. It's amazing. That and the sounds first cool. Was, the sounds first awesome. episode was directed by Ridley Scott and the rest of the show was produced by Ridley Scott. So oh, wow. It feels, it feels very like, alien. It feels very like Giger inspired, kind of like Alien. You uh-huh. should Alien. You got
0: me at Alien. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. Awesome. I do like Alien. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, other than that, I've uh, been playing more Final Fantasy Endwalker. Still not at the end of that. Uh, I'm still walking there.
1: You'll never get to the end of it because it's the it's the Final Fantasy, but there's yeah,
0: yeah. I'm 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 just still walking to the end of that expansion, um, and also Lost Ark. Uh, I don't know if it, anybody has played Lost Ark, but that game has been annoying the hell out of me. I literally sat in a queue today just to try and log in. Uh, from about three o'clock this morning, it is now nine o'clock at night, and um, I still hadn't gotten in, so I had to to leave the queue and be like, who no. loses an arc? Just putting that out well, there. I mean, who, who builds it, an arc and then loses it? Well, Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> he he tried to. He, he didn't he, build the arc. He's no, just he was looking for it. He was looking yeah. for it. Yeah. So there's and you know there's, there's precedence for for, <laughs> for arcs being lost. You know, there's a lot of ARCs being lost. Apparently. Oh shit, my arc. It's a good game. It's fun. But um, the server issues have just been uh, annoying me to no end. It's been absolutely. I've been I've been
1: streaming uh, a lot of ESO lately, Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. and telling people it's lost arc.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was actually just about to ask you what you've, what you've been up to. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I've been playing a lot Tell of ESO, me and it's and Elder Scrolls. Gone. So
1: I've been, I've, but so like most people play Elder Scrolls, you know. To most people play ESO to like you know play an MMO that's like a little more adult than mm-hmm. than than WoW than World of Warcraft. Uh, but I play ESO uh, to role play. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your
0: character. You're a big, uh, big old cat woman Yeah, right? big
1: old, big old boobied cat. Lady, mm. I'm a cat. My name is Jellicles McSpellicles. <laughs> I'm a LARPer. <laughs> My dumb character got accidentally bitten by a werewolf, but she's in denial about it. You're oh, no. <laughs> gonna get better, it's just a condition. Oh no, <laughs> that's something I mean, I'm having a actual blast with ESO.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. I know you were doing uh Monster Hunter recently as well. Yeah, Monster Hunter yeah. Rise was fun too. Have you been that was enjoying sorry.
1: that? Oh, it, was, it was good, it was good mm. up to uh, you know you beat it basically right mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. all monsters, kind of like
0: yeah. i feel like you get to a point where you 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 get to like a, a kind of content roll wall where you're doing the same thing over and over yeah. again for not much returns that's, where that's production... pretty much any mmo yeah. at some mm-hmm. level right pretty much yeah pretty much that's, a, that's every mmo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah yeah uh lucia what what have you been up to recently
2: i've kind of gotten back into some survival crafting i've been playing a lot of arc in seven days to die, oh. uh, with a bunch of my community members, which has been really fun. Uh, and right one? now we're playing. W- which one is Ark? Sorry, Ark is, is the one with the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, oh. And so, oh, yeah, and it's it's uh, it's heavily customizable. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great mods. A oh, lot of mods. I have so many dodos. I have Dodo One, Dodo Two, yeah. Dodo Three. Like, I love that are incredible. That my threat in Ark, I would just raise a bunch of <laughs> attack dodos <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, lots of awus. Uh, okay colloquial okay. wolves you know and uh yeah, yeah. they're they're amazing and and i love them and they're all my that's best
1: awesome. friends Aww. the first uh, <laughs> i'm a role player in Twitch, and my, my first role play game was Ark, so i have like a big like deep love of arc hmm.
2: but uh the yeah. other thing i've been doing that's not really gaming is i've gotten back into music making and like ableton mm-hmm. and so okay. i've been making a lot of meme songs and so like Good. the most recent one i did did uh do you do you know the the youtube video uh ramen joy it's like this old lady she like makes everything out of ramen like pizza oh, that familiar lasagna yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, i made a remix of that entire video and awesome. it's it's my most fire track to date and i feel like i'm on a path to like stardom with it like oh nice. yeah yeah
0: does that hell content yeah. just go up on youtube or does it go up anywhere else or?
2: uh at the moment i just put it on soundcloud but i'm thinking mm-hmm. about making music videos to go with it and and mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. I, it
0: yeah, <laughs> a that's a lot of awesome. awesome. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. All right, um, I guess it's time for a section we like to call uh, me a bite-sized news. Which usually it's Robin saying that, but now that I'm saying it, it seems a little self-aggrandizing, almost just just a little bit. Um, which is exactly. You want me to say it
1: now? It's time for a section that we like to call me a bite-sized news.
0: All done. All done, yes. Um, I might change the name of that. Uh, That is exactly what it sounds like. It's where we go over over everything in uh, in gaming in the news recently. So, uh, first off, uh, we have the news that Sadako from uh, the Japanese series Ringu, otherwise known as the Ring in the US, uh, has been added to uh, Dead by Daylight, which is pretty cool like in terms of i'm not sure if you'll play dead by daylight but in terms of the actual characters that they've added mm-hmm. all the licensed characters sadoko is one that i've personally wanted to see in there for a very long time so it's uh sadoko rising is the name of the new chapter uh she's gonna be referred to as the onryo uh, i'm assuming there's a lot of references to the actual original like books the novella uh, the novels in the uh, expansion because they're going OG with it. They're going with the actual Ringu characters rather than using the American adaptation, which is fantastic to see. Absolutely fantastic to see. The survivor that's being added is Yoichi Asakawa who is the son of Raiko Reiko Asakawa and Ryuji from the first film. Uh, there aren't any new maps, unfortunately, but it does place TVs all over the existing maps with that new mechanic. And I think you can, like, teleport between them as Sudoku if you're playing as her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just literally just crawl out of the TV like exactly like the film, which looks awesome from the trailer that I watched. Uh, but yeah, I'm really, really glad that she's added. Um, in terms of representation of characters, she's, again, like someone that I've wanted for a while. Uh, other ones up there is like Pennywise and stuff. Do you all play, like DVD or anything
2: like that? i i've played a little bit and i'm only good at it as a survivor because i'm good at running from all my problems <laughs> uh but i do really enjoy it uh because it's like it's the right mix of scary like because mm-hmm. it's like it's it's jump scares a bit but not like the bad kind of jump scares yeah so, like i yeah. don't know it's it's like just enough scary for me to play it and i don't know i enjoy it a lot i
0: will i will get scared even watching <laughs> people play that game like uh, a lot of lgbtqa plus content creators just play dead by daylight it's like huge in in our circles uh, for some reason and every time that i watch whenever somebody gets like hit or caught or if they're in a chase with the killer like i will jump And it's like I'm not even. It's not. I'm Mm -hmm. not in any danger whatsoever. But I'm just experiencing it through them. Uh, I played it for a while, and I kind of quit it because I was just running up against um, frustration. Because there's like a challenge mode in that game where you have to do certain like uh, challenges during the the actual rounds, and if your teammates aren't with you on that it's <laughs> very impossible to get stuff done especially when it's yeah. a, uh, a battle pass like thing that you've paid for so i got really frustrated and just quit the game um but yeah then they added resident evil stuff and i was like oh, that might get me back in and then <laughs> now they've added sadoko and i'm like all right all right i think i've I just re redownloaded i've not played it yet but i've, I've re-downloaded it um nicotine do you want to play dead by daylight with me sometime i know what you're gonna say but i'm gonna ask you anyway
1: I I take a lot of Adderall. I don't know if I mentioned that. And uh unless you want to see so it's like a streamer die of a heart attack like live on Twitch. I mean that's Switch, that's just good content I don't have to do for content. Yeah. i yeah. Mm-hmm. sacrifice myself upon the altar of content any day, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. But so I, I sacrifice I altar
1: I will expect at least a thousand dollars.
0: Oh, okay, right, right. A thousand
1: dollars to cover so- the ambulance fee.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, god. Yes, ambulances in the U.S. You don't have free health care. One, <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs>
1: thousand dollars. Rubbing in our faces more. God. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we
0: can make that happen. One thousand dollars for uh, nicotine to play Dead by Daylight. <laughs>
2: done easy mm, absolutely. I'm, I'm wiring it over now
0: okay fantastic <laughs> we'll we'll get a fundraiser going we'll get the kickstarter uh oh my god i don't want to use the terminology kill nicotine that that's just a horrifying <laughs> no, let's let's not say that um uh, but yes moving on uh nicotine is there any uh any stuff that you've, you've you've seen recently in the news
1: any stuff that i've seen in the news yeah recently that, that, that you... oh I've seen a lot of things. I've seen in the a lot news. of things. Any gaming
0: related content. No, that's okay. You know what? I like to avoid <laughs> real world stuff, but um, we'll move on to the next story, which is uh, The Sims 4. Apparently, oh, the right. new yeah, expansion. Yeah, yeah. I have that. That's the thing I've seen in the news. That's, the, that's the thing seen in the news. Uh, but that's okay. The The Sims 4 Wedding Stories expansion um, was banned. Uh, well, it's a, it's a long story, it was not going to be coming out in Russia. It is now coming out in Russia. That's the long and short of it. Um, essentially, what happened is that EA preemptively cancelled the launch of the game, uh, like the expansion, uh, because it has a lot. It has specifically two um, LGBTQ plus characters and a whole story of their. Well, it's called Wedding Stories, so it's literally just these two uh, um, these lesbian characters getting getting married as one of the stories. So I'm thinking that their thought was that they would run up against the, uh, the laws in Russia, which uh, just essentially, it doesn't outright ban LGBTQIA plus content, but it, it will slap that content with a mature rating mm. uh, to try and quote-unquote protect people. Um, but you know is is <laughs> yeah, uh, so I think they preemptively so were protected like protected right now. Yeah, I think I think the idea was that they didn't want to get the whole game like banned, which I know for a lot of people didn't really hold up because it already has a mature rating in mm-hmm. Russia because of the content,
1: which is which is absolutely wild to yeah. me, right? Like if any of you've ever played The Sims, it's like the most the most like the most low-effort, like, cutesiest... Like, it's a dollhouse simulator, <laughs> you know? Pretty much, that'd yeah. Be like, that'd be, like, putting an immature rating on, like, Barbie's... Like, Barbie's first pony adventure or whatever
0: the fuck, you know? Like- <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. It is somewhat ridiculous. Like, how bizarre. But, uh, you know, there's not I, there's not a lot we can do about homophobic laws. It's, uh, And I could see where EA was coming mm-hmm. from, you know? It's... <sighs> But it's it's just weird considering there has been content in in The Sims in the past which is LGBTQI nature, and um, I, I I definitely don't think it would be enough to get the game pulled by bringing it out. But obviously they thought they did. They have since reversed that decision. The fans all spoke up, and uh, they are now releasing it in in Russia. So hopefully that goes well. Um, yeah, I feel like it's better to release something than than nothing at all. Because if you hadn't released it, that'd be really really bad for anybody who is LGBTQIA plus in Russia uh, who happens to be a Sims fan, you're just like stopping them from being able to get content that they can relate to, you know, use those games as a form of escapism, which is so important. I mean, to me, it was like, I'd like everything. I'd like to say for my part,
1: for this, as far as The Sims goes, mm. The Sims was one of my very first like experiences with uh, with like experimenting with my gender when I was a small kid. Mm. I was like, I, don't know, I was probably like ten when The Sims came out, mm. and uh, it was like a like a hugely formative like personal experience for me to be able to create an avatar that was a woman, and like yeah. that was huge for kid me. You know, mm. mm-hmm. I have, and yeah. the thought that like the thought that like they're gonna censor The Sims is just just mind-bogglingly stupid to me it's
0: ridiculous (laughs) yeah like um again any games that 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 allow you to have that like character character customization. For me, when I was young, like Mass Effect games and mm. stuff, I would always play as Fem Shep. Not you know? just because it's got the better voice acting in general. Um,
1: just want to look at a girl, but for the for the time. Literally, to play a game. yeah, that's the excuse, <laughs> isn't
0: it? I just it's I just like the boring. way. <laughs> I just I yeah. just admire the way she looks. I just want to play it. as a girl, so I get to stare it. at a girl all, all the time while I'm playing the uh, game. That's that's, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
2: I'm interested uh, to see if uh we start seeing more situations like this
1: uh starting to 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 occur uh more and more with with vr vr specifically i think it's gonna happen i think it's already happening i think Mm -hmm. places like vr chat and neos or whatever like are like uh wonderful tools that i think future kids are gonna discover Mm -hmm. a lot about themselves Mm -hmm. based on you know being able to just choose what you look like you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think that's a fantastic tool. And I think it could be really therapeutic and, and like a really cool, enlightening way to like learn a little bit more about yourself. I'm very excited about the future of VR mm. specifically for uh for for that.
0: Yeah, I remember reading an article specifically about like VR allowing um specifically trans content creators to be themselves a lot more uh than yeah. than any other experience in terms of like online at the moment. And it was very heartening to see and I look forward to the to, to seeing what the future holds.
1: Well, not to derail the entire conversation. Um, <laughs> Mia, what, what can you tell us about the Nintendo Direct February 2020 all-new
0: games announced? Oh, I was going to mention that, actually. It's funny that you know I was going to mention that. Um, yeah, so the Direct happened, uh, I believe it was earlier this week. I watched it. I reacted to it. I can't remember when it was. I think it may have been like last Saturday, maybe last Friday. I have no idea when it was. It came out at some point anyway. Maybe chat knows. Uh, but they announced a whole slew. Of brand new games, uh, which we covered over at Gaming Mag, um, so you can go to the article, check all that out. But some of the highlights of the games there, um, I'll quickly go through the ones that I li- like to look at. Um, they announced Fire Emblem Warriors Three Three Hopes, apparently, which is like a, a a Three Houses style Warriors game. Don't care about that at all. Apparently, people saw wa- Fire Emblem, they got really hyped up, and then they saw it as a Warriors game. And they got very angry about it. What
1: about two hopes, no, too few. Well, can we have four hopes? <laughs> no, that's no, that's too seems many, too much.
0: Mm. Just the three. a mm-hmm. little ambitious of you. is a the, the lucky number. Um, but yeah, in terms of the games that on the list that, that they announced that are coming out that I'm looking forward to, uh, Advance Wars 1 plus 2. They're doing a remake of that. That is like my childhood. I played that on the Game Boy Advance so much. There's a new Mario Strikers, um, which is basically just a sequel to the the Strikers game that was on, on GameCube, which looks amazing. I'm always good for like a fun party game. I don't like football. Like I hate football. But if it's going to be like a party game, I'm all for it. Let's go.
1: Now, is this is this real football, or is this football that you can't you don't touch with your hands? Or like, what what is this?
0: It's it's this it's soccer? it's a foot it's football that makes sense where you kick a, a ball around soccer. with your feet. Mm-hmm. It's the soccer, not hand egg. It's football. Soccer. Football.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. It's called soccer. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> there is a lot of <laughs> ports coming out for uh, for the Switch as per usual. Um, You know, you got your Kingdom Hearts, you have Star Wars A Fortune at Least, which looked absolutely awful when I was uh, watching the Nintendo Direct, and it's the Wii version of the game. the thing, Mia. It is absolutely awful. Yeah, it's not, the, <laughs> it's not the best game. It's it's not the what best about, game, you know, is it? I'm, yeah. I'm looking
1: at this list, too, and I'm seeing uh, No Man's Sky coming out.
0: Yeah, mm. which I really surprising to switch? me. That- yeah, yeah uh, a how? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh,
2: it barely runs on my gaming PC.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, it was it, it, the resolution did look a lot lower, and uh, I, I don't know. Like the Switch is a good system if you if you utilize it correctly. Like I got a lot of the games yeah. can look good on there. Um, mm-hmm. Don't look at any of the recent Pokemon games. That's not part of the evidence. Um, mm-hmm. But but other than that, you know, like uh, it's it's amazing what they've been able to do with the system so far. But I think a lot of us are waiting for like a new Switch to come out, you know, something a bit beefier, you know, add 4K, add a better processor, just make it mm-hmm. so that you can play decent games on the Switch. Not that there aren't decent games on the Switch, but like all of the new releases yeah. coming to PC, it's it's kind of impossible for them to be released on Switch without being like hampered down in some way. It's the same issue that the Wii had at this point, where that was just like the least powerful system like for so long but it was the most popular it's, it seems like the switch is the new wii in that sense and funnily enough that i say that they're bringing out a sequel to wii sports called nintendo switch sports uh on nintendo switch and i'm absolutely lost my mind over it when i saw it i was so excited to actually see it um and i'm, I'm really excited to actually jump in and play that um but did, did the two of you play in nintendo games at all do, do you is that is that your scene are you saying Nintendo? Nintendo. Yes, it's a Japanese <laughs> company. It means, uh, the name means from heaven. But, um, Does it yeah. actually? Is that really what it means? I, I believe that's what it means, yeah. If I remember just correctly. Making that, you made that up. No, I did not pull that out of my butt. That's You're actually absolutely it making means. that up. No, no. There's no way that's true. I'm not sure what that means.
1: Yeah yeah uh, you yeah, know i i know i don't
2: no. okay. i so i have a friend who has a switch and whenever i go over to his place like there's always it's always usually for like a get together with friends and we're mm-hmm. always playing like mario kart or mario party mm-hmm. and i've learned my lesson more than enough times in mario party with like the stars that give it the very end and yeah the amount of times i've been in the lead and i've lost in mario party because the the charity stars the very last round. Mm, they'll, get,
0: yeah. they'll get you. They'll get you. I feel like <laughs> in terms of Mario Party games, there's always something that if you're in the lead, it's going to screw you over. Same mm-hmm. in Mario Kart as well, you know? Uh, just get I blue playing a lot of, uh, a lot of Pokemon Ar- Arceus. Is that how you say it? Oh! Pokemon Arceus? Yes, yeah. I, I've, been, well, I've, been,
1: I've been culturally osmosing a lot of Pokemon Arceus mm-hmm, in my household.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been playing that a lot in my spare time, actually. Yeah. Like, literally just lying in bed playing it. I don't think it's that like fun of a game to stream. I mean I imagine it'll be quite a chill experience but the game's really boring I guess <laughs> to me at least like um and I just got really frustrated with it in terms of it's another game freak release that looks god awful you know it just like I I wish that they would hire Devs who know how to make games look good on the Switch and just literally on a different system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, any any other system. At this point, I (laughs) just, I just want a Pokemon MMO. That's what I want. I want the is like really, really cool. Right.
1: What's the uh, What's the cool Pokemon MMO coming out? Uh, The one where all the Pokemon have like AK forty sevens and Oh oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw the trailer for that. That. Oh god, I want to play that so badly. Mm. Mm.
0: That looks interesting. Um I that caused a little bit of definitely a little bit of controversy when that was announced. Um but yeah, yeah you, they I'm have sure. them in like sweatshops and you can uh they're, they're basically like enslaved. It's um <laughs> It's, it's a little bit yikes. Uh, but, um, the Pokemon
1: I, universe is a dark universe. Yeah. I feel like we've we've just accepted, we've taken by taken it for granted how dark the Pokemon universe is. At ten years old, you're forced out of your home to go live amongst these dangerous creatures and make them fight each other, mm. sometimes to the death. Like it, it, <laughs> it's, it's horrifying. It's an actually horrifying experience. Just so I'm glad there's one game out there that's
0: <laughs> yeah ex- yeah just exploring that part clarify, of it. All. That is not World. official. Yeah, World. That is not an official Pokemon game. It's a uh, it's uh, it's an independent thing, which is. Yeah, a, yeah, there's <laughs> no
1: way official
0: Pokemon would do anything that cool. <laughs> no, no, no. It comes more across <laughs> of, more of a what Peter would do with, with Pokemon than anything else like they have in the past. Um, yeah, moving on. Anyway, uh, I have my very first ad read to read. I've been told to read an ad, which is absolutely fantastic. So um, it's not an external ad. It's actually an internal ad. But you know what? I'm just going to read it. Uh, <laughs> so did you know Nicotine? Have you heard about this the pages no. of gaming magazine are coming to life this july in new york city mm. where they're
1: coming to life like in what
0: way absolutely coming to life Will well we have to
1: banish them no, lucia you, you have your huh? uh, you got a, like a steak and like a i, I have a dagger in here and all a right. sickle well, we're, okay we're good then we're so good
0: you'll get your coven on it but you don't have to because it's not like that <laughs> it uh it's 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 the it's the it's the convention it's the live show it's gaming live uh, you can join six thousand of your fellow gamers at this unique convention that celebrates all things queer uh all things queer geekery from streamers to indie games to AAA's to cosplay and even drag icons as well making live appearances there is something for everybody so head on over to gaming.live to find out more and grab your tickets it's going to be absolutely fantastic so yeah just hop on over there and and see that Uh, Yeah, Um, we are, though, going to be moving on to your guest interview, Lucia. So that's going to be hi
1: everybody. I'm Nick. Oh,
0: so never mind. No, no, no. no. You're, the, you're the guest host. It's, it's a bit it's a bit different. I
1: trying, trying to make it about me for a second.
0: <clears throat> just a little <laughs> bit different. I know this is this is the first for everybody. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, yeah, it's time for your spotlight. So we're going to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> a little birdie uh, told me that you've been around content creation for a while. And I think you started streaming a little in, in 2019. Is that correct? I believe so. Yes, yes. And we have the very first person you bought on your stream. No, 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 it's not like that. Oh, God, uh- no. <laughs> <laughs> not them.
2: What, what, um,
0: what exactly drew you into, into streaming?
2: uh i think just uh, the fact that you can connect with people on a different level like it mm. feels a little more personal than something like youtube or any of the other platforms that people tend to put either live or pre-recorded
1: content on mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah that's a fantastic answer
0: definitely um in terms of just just twitch in general that that interaction that's there is is so much more meaningful than than anything else In terms of content, I'm so glad we've
1: gotten to ignore chat this whole
0: time. Yeah, I mean, we usually (laughs) ignore chat during these podcasts. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, but this is a uh, a live podcast being recorded live, by the way. If you do want to come and uh, just watch us at the time and, you know, throw comments at at the chat, you can come on down to Twitch.tv. Or money at us individually. Yeah, that works too. I uh, can come on down to Twitch.tv forward slash gaming mag and, uh, and join us here. If you are watching this on the YouTube side, there'll be a link in the description. Uh, and also, if you miss out on any of these in chat, uh, make sure you head on over to the YouTube uh, which is also youtube.com forward slash I believe it's Gaming Mag, and uh, you can watch all the other podcasts you've missed right there too. Yes, it's uh, absolutely fantastic. Nicotine, do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions, Felicia? Uh, I have several, several uh, mm-hmm. things in the script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: what do you feel uh, attracts people to your content slash stream? Question mark. Uh, I think what attracts people is just that I have kind of a holistic
2: approach to how I. Uh, treat everybody like I, I tend to talk a, a lot about political issues and social issues and not just from my own perspective. Um, I like to kind of educate people about things like disability and plurality and and just the whole wonderful broad. I'm going to use the word spectrum. Spectrum is not the right word here because it's more than just a spectrum, but the whole, I guess the whole universe of people. And so I, I think that that helps everyone feel Really represented and
1: empowered, and Can I just say really quickly that I think it's really important, and I think you're doing an excellent job because um, I think one of the most important things for any queer content creator is, is really that that sense of, of normalization, you know that, mm-hmm. that 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 being so uh, public about things really helps, you know, normalize the 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 bar, right? I think exactly.
0: it's wonderful. So, thank you. Thank you. In uh, in terms of the the uh, content that you actually create, what what kind of um, what what kind of uh, what kind of content do you think helps you you do this the most in terms of interacting, whether or not it's like uh, just like chatting streams or or games that you play? What what is it that you know that you enjoy the most about your
2: content? Uh, so it's it's a mix of things. I think just chatting is like a really great way to create a a space where people are able to like ask questions. And also provide their own input. So Mm -hmm. I think that works the best in general for me. But also, like, I've been able to find games that I can provide social commentary with, whether it's like a horror game where somehow loosely we can bring up the struggle of the proletariat. And, you know, like we're playing it's a a creepy game, but we can Mm -hmm. tie it in there somehow um, was trans in a long enough timeline. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everything is, has some some trans uh,
0: canon to it, right? Yeah. And if it's not, yeah. we'll make it trans. Mm. <laughs> exactly. That is actually like that's the funny thing though about like horror games, right? Horror in, in general has been a reflection mm-hmm. of society at large, and 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 the things that we you know in terms of fear, like uh, for instance, in the fifties, there was a lot of like outsider terms, like invader, kind of like mm-hmm. horror stuff sci-fi horror stuff which you know perfectly makes sense what kind of uh, actual horror games have you enjoyed the most like what kind of what kind of stuff like has stuck out to you for horror yeah yeah what oh, do you like trash what?
2: horror like That's i horror? like games that i get for like ten dollars on steam like fierce to oh. fathom where the oh, first yeah. game you make lasagna you eat lasagna and then spoiler alerts i'm sorry you eat lasagna and then you die like that like there's so much <laughs> material to work with in that you know. Ooh, lasagna. <laughs> exactly. You that's go to the funny. fridge. You get get some water out. You text your mom. Like I mean, it's I don't know. I just I just love how like raw it is. Mm. Yes. Like mm. I am a woman of culture, fine culture, and lasagna.
0: Yeah. I, I I'm I'm assuming that that you know was, was social commentary on on consumption and how consumption mm. will eventually kill us all. So yeah, that's it's about the evil exactly. of lasagna, yeah. exactly. Mia. <laughs> Oh wait! Do you do? You, do you play as Garfield in that game? Is that... Yeah, I, I wish. Yeah. I pretend that I'm Garfield. What is like your Garf persona?
2: Uh, well, it'd be more. My Garfson would be Gorefield. I don't know if you're wait, familiar with that. Wait, yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. the? I'm what
0: sorry, the sorry, can we can we can we stop for a second there? What is a garf oh, you can't yourself as an oddities
1: collector. Tell us more about that. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> we'll
2: talk off stream, Mia. Okay, I have a okay, whole yeah, yeah, world yeah, yeah, to of... unload.
0: <laughs> that, but uh, before that, like I, I think we've seen some of your oddities. So. uh, okay. uh But in terms of like the background stuff that you've got all over on on cam, you should be watching this live on on screen, by the way, if you're listening to the audio (laughs) version of the the podcast, because it's a very lovely setup that you've got over there with all the candles and and all the witchy type stuff. Um, But yeah, in terms of like an oddities collector, what what does that mean?
2: Uh, So I like just collecting the the strange and macabre like Hmm. skulls and and then things like you can find. And I feel like a lot of it's kind of becoming a little less weird. But then I have things like fetal pigs. I have
0: fetal uh, pigs. yeah i I have
2: a jar with a frog in it it's like i don't you can't really see it but it's like right right there that shiny little like cylinder has a huge toad Uh, in it you need to get some like backlighting so you can just have it yeah yeah. and then my favorite thing to collect is this i hope it doesn't get chroma key okay good this is uranium glass and this is a piece of fenton glass from like the early 30s oh. and this actually if you put a black light on it it glows in the dark oh that's awesome and if that's the cool. sun if the sun hits it long enough uh in the evening it'll have a slight glow to it as well um it's, awesome. it's technically you can eat out of it or off of it although the fda actually says you probably shouldn't mm. but it's safe ish i think
0: that's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a collector, but not of necessarily oddities. That's so much more cooler than, than all of this this gaming <laughs> trash that I've got in the mm-hmm. background here. But um, yeah, what's the... <laughs>
1: collective mental health trauma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would you say is... Memes. What, what's the coolest thing that you've got in your uh, collection?
2: Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, I think this uh, skull... Like, it's not even that ridiculous, but like this deer skull... Is one of the most symmetrical skulls I've ever found oh, of like, wow. any specimen. Like other than this, like little branch that comes off of here, like mm-hmm. right there, and that I don't know if you can actually see. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Uh but yeah, this I've never been able to find another skull this symmetrical before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's awesome. So
2: I, I don't know. That that's I think my a surprise one, even if it's not the most expensive. That's
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, super cool.
0: I just gonna I say know. this is awful for the audio listeners of the podcast. I know. But yeah, yeah. It's there's some really cool stuff. You should definitely check these out. Um yeah, 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 yeah. Uh in terms of uh what we we covered oddities. Is there what else do you like doing outside of streaming, first of all?
2: Uh, I think making music, uh, is something Mm -hmm. I've really started to get into. I want to create like these, it's like a combination of audio and video. So like make some music that goes along with like spoken word poetry or just like a nice positive message and some nice visuals with it. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I feel like right now more than ever, people need to be like lifted up and celebrated and to, you know, just be told that like you belong and everything is, is, is okay. And you know, there are people just like you in the world that, you know, are going through similar
0: things. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I know you do a lot of. Uh, well, you're you're a dev or a programmer. <coughs> how did is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. How did how did you I get am, into that?
2: Uh, so PC gaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I wanted to modify all the games I was playing, and so oh, I learned damn. how to edit uh, MIDI files. Uh, MIDI, MIDI, no, not MIDI files. What are they called? Uh, any files, ini files. Uh, for a lot of the games I played, so mm-hmm. that I could like uh one of them was like a dinosaur hunting game and i made the dinosaurs like 10 million times bigger and like the weapons would like kill them instantly and and then once i I learned how to do that um i kind of wanted to learn more about how i can make my computer do other things Nice. and yeah and from there it just took off i got more into it for a while but eventually having an it job you want to automate everything you do so you can play games at work and i learned how to do that and the rest is history Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: Haley, mm-hmm. awesome. I know you've. Uh, you were one of the developers. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you go ahead. No, no, go no ahead. I, I think no, we're I about started. to, we're going to the same my thing. So. The
1: script. I only get a little yeah. bit of the script, It's <laughs> fine. You'll go ahead.
0: After you. Uh,
1: so, you were one of the developers on Peer to Peer. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it came about?
2: Yeah. So, Peer to Peer is a discovery platform that was created by, uh, Uh, Me, uh, ferociously Steph, Irene the doll, and a bunch of other people. Uh, And it it kind of came to be because Twitch didn't have identity tags at the time. You couldn't find trans people. You couldn't find other black people. You couldn't find disabled people who, you know, had similar disabilities to you. All you could really search for was like first person shooter. And it's just like... The, the, re- the real reason people come to Twitch isn't just to watch people play games. Mm. It's to find people like them playing the games that they like because it's about finding community and mm-hmm. finding that connection and that relationship. Uh, so we kind of set out to build a place where people could go and add tags to an account that linked back out to their Twitch page and also so we could showcase people why they were live, too. And that's kind of like the short story of how peer to peer came together.
1: hmm nice it's uh do you think there's more that twitch can do for marginalized streamers
0: yeah actually just, uh, just to interject there real quick um because like for a while there twitch did have this sort of stance where they were kind of pushing back on the idea of um you know identity as content which is which is so weird um just just in general mm-hmm. and i'm so glad that it's changed so- now
1: Yeah, all the conversations that I've had, it has been very, very apparent that the folks at Twitch don't feel as though content that uh, that that supports or talks about or involves trans people is trans content. Um, But I uh, argue that being a trans streamer at all constitutes trans content Mm. because uh, trans people are going to want to watch people who are trans it's just like it's a it's a it's a really fundamental part of having a marginalized community of any marginalized community yeah and being able to like find each other is so vital to you know to our survival on the internet so yeah and to piggyback off of that content.
2: to piggyback off what you're saying too like when i first came to to twitch i was like it was before i even came out um i was just this like confused person who wanted to watch overwatch and i found annie uh, who was a really great Overwatch player at the time. And I, I will never oh, be yeah. that good ever. I, I've, tried. I've good tried. I know, Nobody right? No one million. will ever be as good as Annie. <laughs> so that's her soul. But uh, I found her channel, and it was through watching the other people that like she interacted with, I was able to find other creators on the platform that resonated with me and helped me kind of learn more about myself. And if Twitch had had a trans tag at the time, I could have more easily found other people to relate to. And it was just, I had to rely on Twitter. I had to go on Twitter and literally like mm. search trans Twitch and, and just hopefully someone would have posted like, I'm a trans Twitch streamer. And it it would have worked.
0: Yeah. 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 So, well, I mean, it yeah. didn't used to be like that. I mean, we had a community back in the day. Yeah. Like I think those user generated
1: tags mm-hmm. basically in communities. And then mm-hmm. we got three user generated tags we could use for our streams. And then they took those away. Yeah. Yeah, Transition Gaming had like a whole roster of trans streamers on Twitch that mm, we tried yeah. to like have a surrogate trans tag, you know, just like if you're trans, here we go, have a mm-hmm, roster. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, it's just such a long, drawn out, arduous process to get them. Yeah. We finally have them now. I hope that the next iteration of you know, whenever Twitch decides to deprecate tags, t- tags, I hope we don't have to have this whole fight all over again. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So going back to that that question that Nicotine did ask, uh, do you, do you think at this point Twitch can do more?
2: There's always more you can do. I feel like with Black History Month, there was a really good example of, of how to not execute your displaying of the demographic of people who deserve to be lifted up and and showcased. Yeah. I think that,
0: uh, do you want to roughly explain what, what happened there or?
2: Yeah. So on Twitch, there is the main carousel, which is the front page carousel. Mm -hmm. And then below that are what are called shelves, at least from my understanding, like from reading conversation with some Twitch stuff. Uh, and so those shelves can display different things. and There's different triggers, which display on that shelf, like different groups of people. And like one of them was supposed to be for black history month. But, the problem was at first, they didn't really communicate well enough, like how it was supposed to work. So people mm-hmm. were confused about. You know what the shelf is. They thought, okay, I'm going to be in the carousel, which is generally what happens when you're on the front page. Yeah. Uh, instead, they were they were they were put on a shelf that was pushed all the way below what is known as the fold, which is like the visible area of a website when you first land on it. So the, already there's a problem in that like you can't see the people for the month that's supposed to be celebrating them. And on top mm-hmm. of that, some white folks somehow ended up in the black history month panels I
0: saw that that was insane how do how do you how do you do that how do you let that and
2: happen? when that wasn't happening i think it was supposed to display like 10 as like the limit it shows at a time mm-hmm. uh, there were times when it wasn't even showing all 10 of the people for black history month at a time even though there were i think they said they had like 1200 or 2000 people participating there's just no way that like you couldn't have had enough overlap
0: mm-hmm and uh, apparently at this point, according to chat that you still have to scroll down in order mm-hmm. to see it at this point, which is yeah, very disheartening because like you think if you have a month where you're celebrating the content of, you know, a certain marginalized group, you want to put that content f- front and center. If you say that you actually want to be there championing diversity, you want to be there championing marginalized communities, you would actually say, hey, here's that content go to that content but like i find a lot of what twitch does more recently is uh trying to funnel uh viewers to the highest creators on the platform Mm -hmm. i mean you see that in a lot of different experiments they've been doing as well in terms of like when you finish a clip it suggests for you to go to i don't know xqc or somebody like that uh you know people that don't necessarily need uh any kind of like help whatsoever um, or, or yeah. constantly being promoted, so you would think when it comes to a month where you're literally saying, "Listen, this is what we're going to do this month," that they would be more willing to, uh, you know, put them forward.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like it, having a, a redesigned front page. I know it's probably a lot of work on their end, yeah, but it's worth it. Like, and I know that they have obligations because they have people that are on the front page because they work with like big companies like Logitech, and so they have to have those spots. Like, there's mm-hmm. money. For the platform that goes in. And I get that. But that doesn't mean that you can't design it in such a way that you can centralize and focus the people for Black History Month or Pride or whatever month it is. Uh, Disability Month also needs to be something. I don't know why we don't have that. Um, But the point is, is like they need to be more thoughtful in how they present and approach other identities other than like the the top Mm -hmm. 100 all white, all dude like streamers.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because it actually
2: benefits their platform. It will absolutely benefit it because they're they're only dipping into such a tiny segment that if they just broaden that and actually took the risk, it would pay off tenfold without a doubt.
0: I'm not going to assume that I know, you know, like Twitch's motivations, but I can <laughs> definitely feel there's, there might be like a fear... I don't even want to use the term "devil's advocate" or anything like that. But the only way I can like wrap my head around it is that they that they they fear that you know they they will lose some kind of yeah. like market share or something like that. Um, but it, the earnest is on them to change. Uh, the culture of the platform which for the longest time has come across as you know very gamer focused which is what the site yeah. was founded on but along with that becomes comes a very real gamer culture as well um, which has broadly been uh, isolated to guys bro well i don't want to specifically say bros but like very toxic individuals we're talking like the xbox live um well I'm not sure what it's like now but you know the the classic Xbox Live trope of people like screaming racism and homophobia and like because the site was found- now, Mom. Exactly. Because <laughs> the site was founded on, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um it it's very hard to get away from that. And I and I really do feel that they they can definitely do more and should be doing more. And there's so many instances where they 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 can literally they almost get it right but but yeah so close they just need to do that little bit there
2: from what i have gathered from a lot of sources and you know it just seems like there's a huge rift between like the business side of twitch and the people who do care like there are a lot of people who care i've spoken to really really freaking Mm. care and fight hard yeah and i feel like it's just we need to get them in the same room together with creators and and users of the site and and and, and really like drill home the point that like this Twitch isn't just gaming. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it isn't gaming at all. Gaming is second to, you know. People using this as a site to find other like-minded people that they relate yeah, to, even about- even like the cis cis gamer bros, you know, like they're going to find people they relate to that have that same energy and that same drive and enthusiasm exactly, for yeah. the things they like. Yeah. No, Sorry, I'm yelling at my.
0: That's way. okay. But like I said, it's, it's you know, it's uh, that's exactly what peer to peer was all about. It's it's personality mm-hmm. first, right? So it's it's people first, yeah. and that that's the way Twitch should be. Nobody's watching like. uh, you know, a uh, just chatting streamer for their gaming skills, or a musician for their gaming skills. They, the 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 site has changed, so should evolve along with that. Um, exactly. Speaking of uh, changes and making changes to the platform, uh, the Day Off Twitch movement. Can you talk about? I know you were involved with that. Can you talk about how uh, uh, that started and your involvement in it?
2: <clears throat> oh yeah. So a Day Off Twitch was essentially a response towards uh, a huge occurrence that happened after the tags were released. Um There was a massive influx of something called hate rating which is where people uh send thousands of fake accounts into a user's channel typically a marginalized i mean almost always a marginalized creators channel to spam either racist transphobic or ableist remarks Mm -hmm. uh at them and it's just it's meant to just overwhelm and exhaust people uh and then you have to clean up like tens of thousands of of follows from bots with all equally horrible usernames that somehow got past the system that won't let me type in bimbo go figure right It still won't yeah. let me type in, in that but yeah. anything else you know the t-slur like go for it you're fine at least at the time that was the case mm-hmm. um so what we did was uh wreck it raven shiny pin and i kind of got together and talked about this idea uh, and I, I was actually kind of the last person that was brought in that kind of helped with like the, the organization and the planning behind like the execution. Mm -hmm. But we, we came up with the day off Twitch is kind of like a response to this. Like, Hey, this is a big problem. And if you don't take care of it, we're going to start taking more and more drastic actions, uh, starting with taking a day off of Twitch Mm -hmm. to, to hit you. And, And like it's, it's arguable whether financially it really made that big of an impact. It was noticeable. Yeah. And that's all that mattered at the end of the day. It was noticed the day of and the the month before and after. And it still gets talked about, like people still engage with that, like original tweets. I still get reporters hitting me up about it. Uh, But I guess the the general gist was just combating the hate on the platform that just seemed like it was never ending and never dealt with. Mm. It's about creator safety, uh, viewer safety, just the safety of everyone who uses the platform.
0: I do remember seeing an article after the uh, the day off Twitch happened, and there was a substantial drop because it was getting coverage. There was a substantial drop of viewership on that day. A lot of people on the run up to it were, you know, were highly critical of the movement. Uh, they were saying stuff yeah. like, "Yeah, it's not going to do anything. You know, Twitch won't care about this. You know, it's not even going to make an impact on their money." And you know, when that wasn't necessarily the point, uh, the media coverage that it got was, was literally the driving point yeah. uh, to actually you know again raise awareness that's that's all you need to do right it's like shout yeah. out these things mm-hmm.
2: i mean the on- the only thing that does nothing is doing nothing
0: yes like if you had just sat there if if you decided to denounce it instead you know like some creators did and uh, and just and just scream yeah you know i'll do it if like other people do it you know you they could have been yeah. you know that a big streamer and i won't name names but we talked about them before um they could have they could have been you know the first person to say yeah i'm 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 in i'm supporting this i get like thousands of viewers regularly you know i get tens of thousands of viewers regularly like if somebody like that taking a stand and saying listen i support this and like a lot some did you know many did i saw which was very heartening to see uh that could have made the change but instead there are people pushing back against it which was it was mind boggling to me to see that happen
2: yeah and and like no one no one except for me shiny and raven really no one else can really understand the amount of like stress Mm. and the, and the, 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 the horror and, and really everything else that was happening behind the scenes. Like everything Mm. that you see that you did see was like a sliver of the entire rest of the iceberg, all the way down to the bottom abyss of, of what was actually happening behind the scenes. Like it was so stressful and like it, it it was tough. It was a Mm. very tough organized operation. Um, yeah. But it it seemed to get the point across, and that's what matters at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad it made that change, and that they eventually like brought in those changes. And you know, at least now there's like mobile verification for people to to even like chat. I believe there's mobile verification.
1: There's lots of verification now. You can do. Uh, you can more. set it up to be like
0: email verification,
1: or ph- you have to have a phone number attached, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to have have had an account for such and such amount of time. Like it's actually much, much. Better.
0: It's an amazing thing because now that you know the streamer gets to choose what level yeah. of protection they they mm-hmm. want on their channel. You know, and they, yeah, mm-hmm. and it can be a detriment. You know, in terms of like blocking viewers from getting in, but if you go for a period where you're getting hate rated, you know, you, you just switch that on. You're good. You're good to go. For a while so yeah
2: and i'll say too, the other sorry the one last thing i'll, I'll add to is i think more importantly than just the or maybe equally as important as like the safety features it's just the fact that it showed people you have a voice and your voice is powerful mm-hmm. and together we can really stand together strongly and and get the things that we need just to get through the day and survive and hopefully even thrive as marginalized creators
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely absolutely definitely.
1: Congratulations on your recent nomination to a rising star in the gaming awards. Sorry, I'm reading a script. I feel to be nominated, to be a rising star in the gaming awards.
2: I think it's like, wow. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually really shocked because I really just see myself as a very loud, deep-voiced woman on the internet. Um, but you know, it, it's it's a also an honor because. Woman. All all of the uh the people who are nominated equally deserve it. Um mm-hmm. because they're all fantastic people, all contributing in, in in their own different and unique ways to to make the platform and, and the community around the platform a way better place.
0: Mm. Awesome. Mm, definitely. Um I will say uh we are still I, I don't even even know if i want to say it. we're still technically in a pandemic that hasn't changed um how have you been faring with that whole thing did that change things for you much in terms of like getting out there and and whatnot
2: uh so i'm trans yeah right wow. i mean yeah for trans <laughs> people <laughs> like us it didn't <laughs> necessarily
0: change that much yeah. so i, <laughs> I think that's like ask i <laughs>
2: It's it's weird because there's like the very, very real reality of the pandemic that people are dying. You know, mm-hmm. especially for like my friends with disabilities who are immunocompromised. You know, it's terrifying. It's still terrifying. In fact, it's even more terrifying because people pr- are pretending it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's. Um, but there's also the aspect of like, okay, well, I can wear a mask. So like the days I I have to you know boy mode whatever you want to call it like i don't feel like shaving or whatever and throwing on makeup uh i can go out about in the world better um and and kind of carry about my day a little more easily uh but then the other side is is i feel like it's kind of like hindered parts of my transition too just because i haven't been able to get laser treatments as frequently as i'd wanted to or really connect with people of my community in person
0: like Mm -hmm. like other trans people in person i've wanted to go Um, to a con for the longest mm-hmm. time, I miss that so much. I'm really hoping that like TwitchCon goes off without it. Yeah, the Pride is going to happen this year, and I've been like
1: really debating about whether or not to go. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Like I've made so many friends on Twitch that I've wanted to meet to like
2: thank them for helping me like come to terms with who I am and becoming Lucia. And it's like, I want to physically like hug them consensually if they want the Mm -hmm. hug, if they don't, then I'll give them an elbow or a high five or something. And it's just Mm -hmm. that I think is the hardest part, but it also just shows too going back to the whole thing with Twitch. Like that's why this platform is so important because we can have conversations like this and find that representation. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I will. I will say, like leading on from that, uh, did you have any plans for the future specifically, whether or not it was like on on Twitch or offline? You know, going to events or or anything like that when things uh, eventually I have, go back to normal, quote unquote.
2: I have been writing a book called "Manifesting Euphoria," which is a set of rituals for trans and gender non-conforming people to kind of reclaim their bodies and kind of celebrate who they are, uh, and kind of to protect them. And, and just, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a book about witchcraft specifically for people like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my goal is that after I write this and publish it, hopefully, you know, self-publish it, however I do it, whether maybe it'll just be a free PDF, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, is to go around and actually like meet up with people and perform like Rituals like unbaptisms and things like that, like when someone finally wants to, you know, claim their gender identity, like burning a couple pieces of clothing and like things that kind of relate to their previous identity to kind of help them like settle into their new identity, because rituals are really important. There's even science that backs how powerful they are for humans and so i don't know and there's fun like who doesn't like fire like burning things you know and it, it's just so validating to, to yeah, do the, it in, the, in that way how pyromaniac, how are we going to become and...
0: clean and pure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize we'd be confirming uh lucia as, as a pyromaniac now uh yes
2: yeah. <laughs> add that to my long list of things
0: <laughs> that sounds that sounds awesome like you're you're writing a book not many people you know can do that like i've wanted to write for the longest time and i just do not have it in me, like with my ADHDness, like I can't concentrate long enough to to even get it out. So, um, yeah, I'm like, that's that's awesome that you I have keep my ADHDness again. hidden away too. <laughs> tucked,
2: tucked away I, too. I, I, with my ADHD, believe me, it's hard. It's like I have my outline. I have all the rituals in place, like the ideas behind them. It's mm-hmm. just like put the hard part is really putting the words to it because like yeah. these are important. Like these things, like I, I am treating them like sacred because they are, they're mm-hmm. a ritual someone will use if they've been like mis- misgendered and had a bad day to like absolve themselves of like that pain. And that the, just all the emotions that come with that mm-hmm. to, to hopefully like feel better afterwards. And so like, I want to get it right. And
0: it's just like, it's, it's tough, but it's important. Do you know about the Stephen King method? Okay, no, I don't. Doesn't okay, no. Other than taking a shitload of <laughs> drugs, um, this is a different method. Uh, apparently, like Stephen King, I heard this recently. Like he will get everything just just down on paper. It doesn't matter how good it is. It doesn't matter like uh, like if it makes sense, which you know, maybe you know, if you've read some of his novels, and you could you could see that in there. But then he will put it away. He will put it away. That finished thing, no matter what state it is in, for about six months, and then open that drawback again, go back to it, and then fix everything.
2: I have to try that. (laughs) Yeah, and that seems
0: like the best approach because, like, for me in terms of writing, like, I have so much trouble just getting the words down on paper without being like hyper fixated on no, it needs to be perfect first time. It needs to be perfect. If it's not perfect, it's not worth doing. You know. Um, So yeah, that's that's definitely an idea. It's definitely an idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, I I get to bring back a segment now that I'm I'm really happy that I get to bring back, uh, which is called Quick Fire questions uh, which we used to always finish with but then it went away for a little bit during digipride but now i get to bring it back so quick fire questions what this is we're just going to ask you some quick fire questions and you are going to answer off the top of your head whatever comes to mind first that is your answer so
1: what's been your favorite game this year
0: ah god no man's sky <laughs> awesome uh what was the one game that defined your childhood
2: uh, Chrono Trigger.
0: Ooh. Who's
1: your favorite video game character?
2: Oh God, I I whichever one I create with a goofy name. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Yeah, goofy from Kingdom Hearts, apparently. Um, no,
2: not that one. <laughs> go. On, which one?
0: Which one? Who's your favorite video game character? Then.
2: God, I can't even just pick one. Like I, on, whenever I too make many? a character, like it's a
0: yeah. Oh, too many. God damn. Uh, what game do you most want a sequel to?
2: Uh, this is tough (laughs) these Mm. are the real questions these are these are rapid fire questions i know right yeah Mm. Uh, i want another starcraft another starcraft yeah
1: who would be your first your dream
0: stream guest
2: oh my god uh anybody uh, in the world uh, live
0: or dead who would you want on
2: Baphomet. Do they have to be real? It'd be Bath. <laughs> well, I,
0: I, I meant, you know, non non-fictional, but uh. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's, that's, we'll that's get Baphomet on the floor from <laughs> to, like, Space yeah. Cowboy. There you go. Space Cowboy, awesome. Uh, what game are you most looking forward to coming out this year?
2: Uh, honestly, Elden Ring looks
0: really cool. Mm, mm, it does look really cool. That looks awesome. If you were
1: marooned on an island, what three games would you want to have with you? Uh.
2: Solitaire, Spider Solitaire, and Barnyard Solitaire. Ooh, that's because I like of variety in my gaming.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! Uh, which game has the best soundtrack? Solitaire. Oh God, this is tough. Can't say Solitaire.
2: I can't say solitaire, but the sound sound. when the cards get shuffled is so good. I don't even think I know of like a game soundtrack. I mean, I guess the intro to Final Fantasies are always really good. It's that little arpeggio. Yeah. An Aerith song is really good
0: too. Like the Aerith Aerith theme. I will say on this next question, you're free to take as much time as you want. Thank you. That's that's your cue, Nicotine. What are
1: the things you like most about me?
0: No, no, okay. Uh, where can you find where can
1: people find your content and what have you got coming up on your channel? Sorry. Uh, so you can find
2: me at twitch.television slash Lucia Everblack. Uh, and I have a lot of stuff coming up. Like I, I I am doing more music creative streams. I'm actually planning some like rituals to perform live. Nothing like human sacrifices because TOS. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Um, and then Animal just sacrifice. like, you know, I'm always talking about important social issues and and just like being really weird. Like half the time I I, I, I say I plan it, but I have a, I, like an agenda, the trans agenda. And then I just never do this i never mm-hmm. do the things i write down it just always goes into pure chaos because of adhd and honestly my community like they are chaos like i know everyone says they're chaos but like literally i will be talking about something important and then someone will come in and talk about mountain dew live wire and whether it's orange soda or not and then we get into the nuance of orange sodas and and it's it's, you derailed know
0: yeah. consistently that's derailed that sounds yes amazing. it is
1: it is orange soda by the way it, it is okay
0: and that's okay. over at twitch.tv forward slash. Lucia Everblack. Hell yeah. And uh, Nicotine. Can you, can you spell it right? Can you spell it really quick? Because we have like people listening.
2: Yes. It's uh twitch. All uh, right. T-W-I-T-C-H period LinkedIn. TV okay, yeah. slash L-U-C-I-A-E-V-E-R-B-L-A-C-K.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. And uh, Nicotine, what have you got coming up on your channel? As the super <laughs> special guest host what have you finally it's about on? me oh god okay <laughs> i do a lot of roleplay on my channel uh that's twitch.tv
1: slash nicotine n-i-k-a-t-i-n-e uh i'm setting up a huge roleplay server with a bunch of really fun content creators for grand theft auto so we're going to be having uh in the next coming months uh prp purple roleplay mm. and if you guys are interested in gta roleplay it's going to be so much fun and completely and utterly unique and nothing like anything you've seen before i'm so incredibly excited mm. for it and, uh, uh, I also do a lot of movie reviews and uh and uh viewings and all kinds of fun stuff over at twitch.tv slash nicotine. You can find me on Twitter at nicotine prime where you sometimes I post pictures of myself.
0: Yeah. Uh those links are also in the chat on stream, or you can find them down in the description of the uh YouTube version of this show. Uh for myself, well, I know that uh that over on twitch.tv forward slash meabite, there is gonna be a big uh subathon happening this friday coming because it will be uh my birthday celebration of my birthday i'm gonna be so old but that's uh that's happening there so make sure you go on across and uh and check that out but yeah uh thank you both thank you so much for joining thank us yeah it, it was, was a, a pleasure better. it's amazing it was an amazing show i i uh i enjoyed having you here immensely i hope you enjoyed it yourself
2: I
1: really enjoyed it. This is
0: a lot of fun. Yes, yes.
1: But and that's not all, is it, Mia? Question mark. You have a new Let's Go Gaming
0: show! Exclamation point. That that is right. Uh, every week, uh, you <laughs> can find me personally uh, live on the gaming channel here. So make sure you hit that follow button uh, in our brand new show, Let's Go Gaming. Uh, you'll be able to join myself and two super special guests as we play all manner of video games our next episode is actually going to be this thursday at 8 p.m uk time uh, i'm going to be facing off in mario kart 8 with the lovely biggest bennis and a uh, former gaming mag alumni ed nightingale I love it. yeah Ed's, I love it. Ed's uh, it's it's fantastic it's gonna be a lot of fun so sure to uh tune in and uh, join us live right here on twitch.tv forward slash gaming mag do not miss out Do not miss out. You
1: can follow Gaming Mag channel here on Twitch or subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of these amazing shows. And Mm -hmm. of course, podcasts can be listened back at any time on all major podcasting platforms. And if you're listening out there right now, come on down to Twitch and watch us live. Just head over to
0: twitch.tv slash Gaming Mag. That's G-A-Y-M-I-N-G-M-A-G. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much for joining us on this episode of The Gaming Podcast Live. We will be back in two weeks' time uh, with the next episode. Uh, We do have some confirmed uh, guests. Uh, We're going to be having the lovely Jeff Brutlag as our super special guest host. And I cannot remember for the life of me who the other guest is but um that will be in uh tweets in fact actually i can, I can find out right now the other uh, super special guest is another one of our rising stars it is because i've it's all going to be rising stars coming up yeah. uh on the 6th it's me holly is going to be uh, our next rising star on the podcast. So make sure you tune in then. But in the meantime, don't forget to keep reading Gaming Magazine. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye for now. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye. Uh